You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. for stopping by the channel. It's a blessing to have you join me in what I hope will give you what you're looking for as you think and pray about your faith. I'm convinced that you're open to hearing and learning about the rich depths of theology from a Catholic perspective. Unfortunately, we've all got so much to do that we can't always read all the good stuff that's out there, deep, enriching, intellectually powerful resources that probe and explain the beauty of our faith. My ambition for you in this channel is to take the time to read that good stuff that's out there and then share with you what I discover and offer it in a condensed and, if you will, a user-friendly manner. Along the way, I know we will not only learn, but also have some fun, some deep-down joy, which is somehow connected and affiliated with, with our gospel. And in doing this, I promise to never take myself too seriously. So stay tuned and let's grow together as disciples of our Lord Jesus. Stay tuned. Welcome to Diaconia, a call to service. I'm Deacon Jim Norman, Vicar for Deacons of the Archdiocese of Chicago. And you just saw the former Vicar for Deacons and current Director of Ongoing Formation for the Permanent Diaconate, Deacon Rich Hudzik, uh, the YouTuber. And with us also, Deacon Dave Brensick, Associate Director for the Office of the Permanent Diaconate. Welcome all. It's a delight to be here. Jim. We saw you as a YouTuber. This is a new look for us in the office, a good look. Um, but I think our, our audience may have some initial questions about you, Deacon Richard Hudzik, the YouTuber. Uh, Dave has a few questions that are coming from our audience. Well, how did this get started? It started to uh, acquaint myself with uh, modern forms of communication uh, as, as vicar for deacons, it, it, it certainly struck me that, that we as a community of deacons needed to be attuned to how the rest of the world is communicating. Um, the day when our only connection with the faith is the, uh, the eight or 10 or whatever minute homily at, at church on Sunday, those days are long since gone. Uh, people are communicating in a different way. Um, statistic I like to quote is that every month on the YouTube channel, there are two billion billion with a B, uh, active users. So if the passion of the deacon, uh, ministers of the church, is to share the gospel, well, for gosh sakes, why don't we go where the people are? Um, and so certainly 
uh, one of the modern forms of communication uh, is YouTube, Instagram, you know, TikTok, I guess, uh, uh, Facebook, certainly. Uh, so I, as part of my journey to become uh, versed in the, these forms of communication, I just figured, well, uh, I learn best by doing. So I just uh, started doing it. And you've been doing this for how long now? Since, uh, I think, June of 2020, I uploaded my first uh video and uh, as the uh, people who uh, advise and consult in this this field uh, tell you that you you need to get your worst videos out of your system <laughs> and those are always the first because uh, I was I was flabbergasted at how much stuff there is is to learn and it's 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 truly a, a, a testimony to the the human's ingenuity um, the, the, the video editing product that I use is Adobe Premiere Pro, and this is, I don't, I don't want to be too much in the weeds, but the, the number of buttons and drop-down menus and things that you can do with Adobe Premiere Pro, it's, 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 it's amazing. Um, and I just want to know what team of geniuses sat down and wrote the code for this thing it's it's got a, it's it's astounding and so just inch by inch uh, i learned little things uh, how to do this that and the other thing you know changing colors and speeding up slowing down putting stuff in changing opacity um so i really i'm just i'm amazed at the the, the technology that goes into this um so um i i just truly that's a blessing to me to to, to see that how how smart um this, this this process is and what's the the title of your your video series the uh, the, the channel is uh, Deacon Richard handing on the faith and the, the the hope of the channel is to share stuff that I find along the way in my journey um, I sometimes facetiously say well I'll read the stuff and I'll hand it on so I'll read it so you don't have to um, but really, implicitly, is is my invitation is that if I can give you a general overview of something, uh, Laudato Si, I did that. Um, I did three or four on uh, Deci Dario Deci de Ravi, uh, the uh, the apostolic letter exhortation on uh, on the catechesis for the Eucharist. It's a beautiful letter, um, and. You know, how many of us, truth be told, oh, there's a new letter from the Vatican. Um, how many of us actually read it? Um, but there is stuff there that's that's really um, transformative of our faith, potentially. And so I, I will read something like that and try to offer it in a way that's digestible. Um, one of the things to, to keep it interesting uh, visually is, you know, I scour the Internet. There's different services for different kinds of photos and stuff and uh, you know, video clips that I can I can use. Uh, uh, there's a subscription to it, so it just try to keep it lively and entertaining, um, so that uh, I don't bore you to death. Um, that's that's my ambition. Now you have your latest effort is like a two-parter. Right. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. Yeah. The the two-parter uh, is uh, the first one's called "Belong, Believe, Behave." Um, and we play with that paradigm as uh, welcoming people at the parish. Is it, is it first, um, do people sign up, so to speak? Do they affiliate themselves with the parish 
regardless of their life circumstances, and then gradually come to know what we believe in the church, and then by virtue of the power and the joy of the gospel, of the faith of what we believe, you and I, the, the three of us gathered, and I'm sure the majority of people listening or watching this, understand that incorporating those beliefs into our lives of necessity will change who we are. It will lead us to a place of, of, of joy, of, of, of peace. And so the, the final step here is to, is to behave differently. So that's the first one. And then the, the second one um, is, to, is to dwell a little bit further on that and to ask about, you know, it's to try to remove some of the generalities of, of the proposition, but what does that look like if I'm doing the welcoming? What, is that, what effect does that have on me? Um, what are the pitfalls? What are the, what are the things I, I need to be, be mindful of? Um, and so that's the, that's the second one. Um, which isn't yet, as we're recording this, isn't yet released, but it will be uh, any day. And the title's going to be something like, Welcoming the Sinner is Your Path to Grace. It is Your Path to Growth. Um, and that's, that's where we end up finally with, uh, with this, this project. You mentioned belong, believe, behave. Is that a reordering for us as we have this call for the new evangelization? You know, it, it may be a, a reordering. Um, and I also, you know, I don't want to over, over promise on this, this schema. I think it's a way of having us think about our ministry. It's a, a way of thinking about life in the parish. But I suppose the, the belong, believe, behave is a, is, a, is a paradigm that we might think about as a, as a new turn as opposed to maybe maybe I just misheard it when I was sitting uh, as, a, as a youngster um, to my parents and grandparents. But I had the notion then, and maybe many of us still have this, is that well, if you're going to take an active part in the parish uh, beyond simply sitting in the back pew at, at Mass, if, you're gonna, if you want to have a greater or closer affiliation, the idea would be, well, you better get your life together first. Um, you need to behave correctly first. And you need to believe what we believe. And, and, and neither of those is unreasonable. But it conditioned the ability to belong because you could only belong if you first satisfied those two conditions. And again, I'm, I'm in favor of good behavior. I'm, I'm a proud proponent of, of good behavior. And, I, and we, we do need to believe what we, what we believe. And, I, you know, and everybody who wants to belong should be able to belong. But... Um, it's the question of, of prioritization as to, uh, is, you know, how radical is our hospitality? That's a, a phrase that's sometimes thrown out there, that we need to welcome people with radical hospitality. Does that mean just whatever you want? Um, or is there, is there a, a plan about this, uh, about this, about your presence at the, at the church? Uh, Before we go off the break, what I'd like to do is, if I'm looking on my phone or on the computer, where do I find you on YouTube? If you go to the YouTube search bar, and not the Google search bar, but the, the YouTube search bar, and you enter the at sign, at Deacon Richard, you should find me. Uh, you can also search for it on Google, uh, search uh, Deacon Richard Hudzik, Handing on the Faith, um, and it will, it will pop up. So... 
that's that's where I am uh, at Deacon Richard or Deacon Richard handing on the faith. And when we come back after break, we're going to give our audience an opportunity to learn about the video that's not yet been published. Oh, gosh, this is a big reveal. This, this is, is a big oh reveal. Gosh, this is cool. So stay tuned. Oh, this is great. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program has assisted thousands of single parents who are working to become more self-sufficient through education and employment opportunities. Our experienced case managers accompany participants for up to five years on their journey to identify, address, and break down barriers to improving their quality of life and achieving meaningful goals for themselves and for their families. Professional, compassionate assistance is offered in a safe and trusting environment as participants develop the skills needed to become financially stable and able to support themselves. Every achievement starts with the decision to try. To learn more about Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program, call 847-782-4233 or visit catholiccharities.net. Baptized like I have been baptized Are you Welcome back to Diaconia, a call to service. I'm Deacon Jim Norman, Vicar for Deacons with the Archdiocese of Chicago, here with Deacon Dave Brinsick and our guest today, uh, Deacon Richard Hudzik, the YouTuber. Hmm. We're going to get an opportunity to get a preview, I won't say spoiler alert, an opportunity <laughs> for reflection um, as we look at part two, or we talk about part two of Belong 
believe, behave, which really begins to answer the question, how do we companion the newcomer into our parish using belong, believe, behave? Yeah, I've, as I was thinking about this, um, some things to, to never do, um, and that is to never stand in a, a posture of, of judgment or superiority, that it's not me saving anybody. Uh, that's, that's the Lord's work. That's the grace of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so, I, you know, I think at the, at the get-go, you want to reject any notion of, of arrogance about this. Um, to embrace our own sinfulness and our own our own faith journey that uh, you know is different. Our life in the Lord is different today than it was maybe five years ago or fifty years ago uh, that that we've grown. So we begin in a posture of of humility. The other thing is is that we're talking about welcoming people, uh, not because it's another backside in the pew. We're not counting heads for the sake of you know team building so that we have better statistics we're offering people in the first instance a life in the lord but we're also offering ourselves we're, we're, we're looking for a relationship uh with another human being um not instrumentalizing them into satisfying our own concerns about the future of the church but a person whom we love and the person when we love a person, the last thing we want to do is to lie to them. Um, and, and that comes into play here is that so we've been, the hypothesis is the, 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 the moral, morally marginalized person, however that might take shape, um, is, is interested in, in, in joining in the parish and, and doing something more than simply attending mass. So... Aside from my own humility, um, as we move from, you know, you're, you're, you're welcome here, um, to move to the, to the area of believe, to speak the truth is to not avoid what we, what we believe. Uh, we don't avoid, you know, to use Al Gore's phrase, we don't avoid the inconvenient truth that this is what the, the church teaches. Um, it's there on offer, um, and we don't hide it or minimize it or say, oh, you don't, don't worry about that. But we also don't um, take a, another page from uh, Bishop Barron. Um, when we're teaching somebody about baseball, we don't teach them the infield fly rule. You know, we don't teach the first grader, you know, in order to learn baseball, you got to learn that first. And so, too, with somebody who is inquiring about the faith, we probably don't start with a, a study of the, the seven ecumenical councils, um, the first seven. Um, I mean, yes, it's all true, but you know, it, the, the, the audience is not yet able to hear it. So, but that doesn't mean that we're concealing anything. So we need to be, we need to be truthful. Um, we also need to examine ourselves, and that is, does my own life reflect anything that anybody would be interested in or am i am i a crabby old guy you know like get off my yard you know that that kind of thing or does the faith that i want to share with my newfound friend is that alive in me 
uh, am I practicing my own faith? So there's there's work for me because we're just not handing on. Well, here's here's what you got to do in order to be part of the club. That's not what this is about. So I need to I need to t- uh, do a, a self check. Um, the other, I guess, a corollary to that is that is my faith alive enough that there's something there to communicate, or am I, like the caricature of the Pharisee, am I relying on the outward appearance of my life? You know, when I pray, I have my hands folded and my thumbs crossed just so, or am I, is my posture correct, or am I rigidly adherent to, to some particular practice, but inside I'm a hot, I'm a hot mess? Um, do I reject in my own life a pharisaical sort of notion of just, just look at the outside. You don't have to worry about the inside. Um, it's more of that, that self-examining. It also involves, frankly, confronting, uh, acknowledging. Confront is, is such a, a harsh word. But to be cognizant of the fact, like in the uh, gospel stories with Jesus encountering, say, uh, Zacchaeus or the woman at the well or the call of Levi, it's going to provoke a reaction of people saying, now, wait a second, what's, what's Jesus doing with, with these sinners? And so, too, we'll hear that, and, and we're guilty of it ourselves, I'm sure, at least, you know, I, I can be, that there's a, a skepticism, um, a sort of a cynicism as well. What's that newcomer doing here, and what right do they have to, to, to belong. We have to acknowledge that that may surface. And if we are in any sense leaders in a parish or, or ministers, we need to be sensitive to that, attuned to it, <clears throat> cognizant that that sort of thing <clears throat> that sort of thing might might arise. Um, and it's natural. Um, you know, it's like the experience of renew my church, this is my church. Um, and it's very precious to people, and it evokes strong passions. And so, if you know, here's uh, well, here's the deacon or the minister welcoming this person who doesn't have their their life together. Well, you know, we want to put our hands on our hips and and shake our finger. What's what's this about? We need to be nimble and agile and and be cognizant that 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 may be forthcoming. The uh, uh, as you're yeah. speaking, it it just is kind of coming clear to me and one of the things I loved about the first video that it takes the notion of evangelization the new evangelization and makes it practical for me so I can understand how to move from I'm annoyed by that child screaming over there all right I come into church and I'm ready to worship and there's some stranger sitting in my pew and you're calling me to self-examine that and in some ways, you're calling me in a way to lovingly perhaps call others to be accountable mm-hmm. yeah. to welcoming. It's, it's, it's a bracing and really thrilling challenge that can be laid at the, at the feet of people who, who love the Lord and who want to do more, but yet maybe haven't gotten beyond the way we've always done it. And so I think it's the call of the, the minister's uh, the leadership in, in a parish to be tuned into some of the things that we're talking about and that skepticism or that lack of, of hospitality and say, if you really want to, to grow in the Lord, 
just try this. Um, it's it's a new way of, of of doing something. It's a way of you know it's it's akin to um, calling people from the recitation of rote prayers. And I love rote prayers. I you know I love the rosary. But when you say, is is there more that we could do here? Um, is there um, is there something that we might add to, uh, say, the, the rosary? Could we offer up petitions or something? Could we speak from the heart? And people, eh, not so sure about that. And it can be, can be challenging. So um, this is just one more new thing to, um, to invite people to try on for size. You referenced in the first video a number of biblical stories, and you talked about Zacchaeus in our last video. Um, of the other, is there one of the other two stories that seem to particularly relate to this particular action and encounter? I'm thinking of the story you tell of Jesus at the well. Yeah, with meeting the woman at the well. And that's got that, that notion of this three-part movement of <clears throat> belong, uh, believe, behave. Is the woman at the well is is encountering Jesus, and shockingly, he's he's speaking to this this woman who's there by herself, and she's engaged in him, and she's w- with him, and you could you could call that 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 back and forth, that little bit of verbal jousting, um, her seeking him, and um, so, uh, so it's it's that belong move. Um, and so she's she's flabbergasted that this man told me everything I ever did, to use uh, her, her words in the gospel. And then she goes back to the people in the town, and the disciples come along and say, why was he talking to that woman? What's, what's, doesn't he know who she is? So there's that, um, you know, the, the, the people in the parish, uh, you know, to, to translate it into modern idiom, um, what's he doing talking to her? There's that. There's that suspicion. But with the woman going back to the town, she's announcing to the people, somehow at some level she's begun to believe because he's the one who told me everything I did and we've been waiting for the Messiah. Well, come and try this guy on for size because he's really something. So there's this believe component perhaps in that in that story. Um, and then finally... Um, you know, behave. She's in this situation of, you know, the, 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 the five different husbands and the man she's with now is not her husband. We don't know. Um, and maybe that's a great uh, bit of reflection that we might have for ourselves or for a homily at some time. But did her life change? Um, did she come to adjust her situation so that it was consistent with um, uh, what Jesus was teaching? We, we don't know. Um, like, we don't know if the prodigal son ever stayed. I mean, he may have been there for a week and then hit the road again. We don't know. But it's that, that mystery uh, that we're invited into, uh, that ever, ever-changing, ever-growing life, uh, life in the Lord. So, that's, so the woman at the well, yeah, you can make the argument, belong, believe, uh, behave. Uh, this is a reflection alert for our audience that they will find in the video. You reference the law of gradualness. Right, right. And there's, uh, uh, we'll come back from the break, but the, uh, explicate it a bit more, but uh, St. John Paul, um, 
It was at Familiaris Consortio, I think, is, is one of the places. But he, he distinguished between the law of gradualness and the gradualness of the law. And it's kind of elusive, um, sort of like belong, believe, behave. It's, it's, a, it's a paradigm. It's a, it's a construct that we can uh, help us think through things. Um, but the difference be- is between does the law always apply or does it only apply gradually or at some point in the future. And, and that was a, a distinction that, that, that he was drawing. So maybe when we come back, we can, um, we can take a look at that or, uh, no, we're still going. Okay. Okay. So I'm reading the hand signals of our engineers over there. <laughs> yeah. That's the what end I thought. Show. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, well, there time, you go. Time flies when we we'll have to come fun. back for, for episode three. Yeah. All right. Are they down for it? Community is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years...